Welcome to Altitude Adjustment. Good afternoon, I'm Leon Davis, and you're tuned in to um, Altitude Adjustment. I almost, I do, a, I'm a, a host on a different podcast, and I almost listed that podcast. I'll just say it anyway on uh, City Jazz Sessions, but this is not City Jazz Sessions, this is Altitude Adjustment. I want to introduce uh, Josh Levy of Media, I'm sorry, of Medici Media Space. You got it. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me, Leon. Oh, I really appreciate you having the chance or taking the chance to sit down with me today. And I know it's Saturday and uh, you have other things that you could be doing, but again, I do really appreciate it. Um, I came, I guess it was a couple of weeks ago. Sure. I, I, I gave you a call. I, I ran across um, Medici, uh, information about Medici on um, Chris Swan's page. So Chris Swan was a, an interview that we did for City Just Sessions. And um, so as a, we connected as friends on Facebook, and then I saw a post he made about um, Medici. I thought it was interesting, so I gave you a call. And uh, you know you were very helpful in, in talking me up, inviting me to come down, and we took a tour of the place. Um, and then afterwards, I saw your website, and you have pr- pretty much a virtual tour on the website. Right. So let me, uh, now that I made the introduction, let me get out of the way and let you talk about Medici. Well, I think that uh, exactly how you described our encounter, uh, Medici or Medici, depending on tomato, tomato, um, I guess where you're coming from. Uh, You know, Medici is here because of serendipitous intersections. And the name itself is from the Medici family of the Renaissance time and the Medici effect of when we bring multicultures together, exponential things happen. And I think that your story of how we met and your experience describes it to a T about, we call it Medici magic, um, and things like that happen. Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. There was a, when, um, when I came in and we sat and talked, you gave a, an explanation of what Medici means mm-hmm. and, and how it came back. It, do you have a... Sure. You remember that? So, so the Medici, there, there's a book out there called The Medici Effect. Um, I often tell that uh, the real story behind Medici itself is uh, one man's skeletons in their closet is the jewels of another, or the trash of one man is, a, is, the, is the trinkets of another. Um, and so my business partner, the other co-founder, we fight over that title, by the way, who the other co-founder okay. is. Um, yeah, I think it, it says a lot about, the, hopefully, the humility of, of mm-hmm. Medici. And, um, you know, he, he and I met, um, he was on a one-year uh, voyage to, to figure out what he wanted to do entrepreneurially, took time off of, from being a banker, and it just so happened that there was a group full of people uh, in a conference room discussing, what are we going to do with this space, and he, he sat in on that, he comes out of that meeting, and he comes up and he says, I've got this idea to do a business factory, da, 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 da. didn't really have a name for it, and lo and behold, we came up with the concept, I give him all the credit, came up with the concept of Medici. Okay. Um, and we basically have, you know, from the name to the core concepts, we we describe it as there's four main book, five main books of Medici. Uh, the Medici effect being the namesake, and that talks about different cultures coming together. Uh, the Medici family was the family that was responsible for fueling the banking um, and of the artistic 
things going on at the Renaissance era. They also happen to be the, the base of the Klein family, but we kind of leave that one out. Um, but so Medici is this uh, amazing effect of multicultures coming together. The old, old adage of one plus one equals more than three, uh, more than two, really. Um, and that's really what Medici's all about. And if you come experience it, uh, we've had, I can't tell you how many people have walked through the halls of Medici and said, I've been here before. They've never been here before. Um, they, it's just vision-like, it's magical, it's serendipity. It's just a, it's quite an experience. We say it's a three-dimensional concept. You cannot see it just on a website. You have to come enjoy it for yourself. I agree, I agree. The, um, um, I was surprised. Um, I didn't realize how large the building is. You got quite a bit of space here. And um, you've been in business so officially as Medici, we've been, we're, come, we're going to approach our two-year anniversary in July slash August, depending on when you want to uh, announce the, the actual official start. So we're approaching our second year, um, the, the conclusion of our second year. And you know, we have over 50,000 square feet of space that is artistically designed for media purposes, uh, either producers or consumers of media and business consulting. So you, you, one of the things that you said to me was everyone is either a producer or a consumer of media. Absolutely. So, so everyone that walks through the door um, has an investment in uh, how things go on here. Absolutely. Uh, we are membership driven. So uh, we, the, we say that we're members too. We actually pay membership dues, my co-founder and I, um, and we treat everybody as if they're a co-owner with us. So they have not only the vested interest in the media side of things, but the vested interest in everything that goes on here. So now you, and uh, one of the things you also mentioned was you have office space here. So like if someone's, now, so let me go back. Um, so all of the members are either creating or somehow related to media and media consumption. They're either consumers or producers, uh, which pretty much is, you know, everybody. Sure. Um, so so um, they collaborate with each other. So so you have one member that comes in and maybe they're they do music mm -hmm. and um, one of the other members may have a need for that music. So they collaborate. Right, so we are a collaborative, uh, we're riding the wave of a co-working space. Uh, the co-working movement is definitely going across the world. Uh, people want something maybe a little different than a Starbucks coffee shop. Um, so it's the co-working collaborative um, environment. And then um, we like to say that, I, or I like to say that people come here for the people, the, mem the other members, uh, the, the place itself. Uh, and the projects that we're working on. So it's the people, place, and projects. So now do you, do you facilitate that or do you, you let that grow organically? The, how, how does a, a member know that another member has tools or something that they could use? You're learning the, the lingo right away. Uh, we are very organic by nature. I mean, word of mouth means a ton, but we also like to deploy the media in which we are experts and, and producers and consumers of. So whether it be a podcast like this, um, or a jam session, musical collaboration event that we host on the, the third Thursday coming up and, and back next Thursday, we've got the jam session. Um, it's just amazing. Then we have strategy sessions where we uh, collaborate with one another. It's open to guests and visitors and, 
and we just, you know, it is, uh, I, I, I'm describing it so it clearly isn't indescribable, but sure, it is something you have to experience. Yeah. Um, um, <clears throat> when you first, so one of the things that I have said in the previous podcast is that uh, a business is usually a solution. It is a, a solution to a problem that society has identified. And um, one of the, the things that, uh, so for, for big media, we always think of West Coast, East Coast. Um, did you, what were the challenges that you thought you would face opening a media company in the Midwest? So it's interesting because the media side of this is lower on my personal list of things that I'm passionate about. I'm more passionate about just helping people in a business sense. But we have members here that, uh, Deverick Legrone, for example, he wants to bring Hollywood to St. Louis and, and the media industry to St. Louis. Um, we have members who specialize in video production and music and the arts and all of this stuff and they often say it's on the coast and um, in fact flyover talent um, you know and, and just this notion that we have the, a lot of talent here in St. Louis um, to be more of the producers of, the, of that content. So, um, so getting out the word um, in an area that's um, not traditionally known for its media. Um, do you do you find a specific challenge there that has been, I don't know, maybe pushing your your boundaries? I think it's. I think that it's. Um, we're just right for it time wise. I mean, social media. I mean, media is. It, it, we anybody can put together a podcast, right, Leon? I mean, anybody can have their own channel on YouTube. Anybody can have. Um, so it, it's really that the timing is ripe. Um, the talent's always been here in St. Louis. We're, we have got great, uh, very Midwest news anchors and, and media has, has been prevalent here. It's really just a matter, I know you're fond of the press, so, so, <laughs> so we were talking about that before the show, but um, you know, I, I, in today's world, it's, it's easy to have. You just have, it still takes the grit and the grind to just do um, and to put it into action. So. So, um, any any new business is tough, and you've survived the first year, Jinx. Sure. Um, knock, on, knock on wood. Knock on wood. <laughs> and by the way, this is real wood. <laughs> um, have have your growth been what you anticipated? In in some ways, just like any any business startup, in some ways the growth has exceeded our expectations. Um, the the positive vibe and the news and the um, the word of mouth and, and the spread has just been remarkable. Um, the, um, as any anxious business owner that had dreams big, you know, is it, it's never fast enough. Um, but to survive is really remarkable. And, um, we are, we're growing, you know, and, and we try not to compare ourselves to others, but we're growing fast and, and we're taking it, uh, one day at a time to see where this goes. And, um, you know, we, we set benchmarks and goals, and so far, so good. So one of the one of the questions that I had, because uh, we we did a walkthrough and a tour, and uh, I was impressed by you know some of the things that I saw, and so one of the questions that I had was, so you've got you've got um, 
what do you call it? Green room? A green screen. Yeah, yeah a green a, screen a studio that's got green screen, yeah. And, uh, and uh, podcasting. You got the podcasting, you got uh, the audio mixing board. Yep, we got the audio suites and sound rooms, um, sound booths. So how do you, what do you use to go about building out those spaces so that you know what's going to be needed? We build them on demand. I mean, some some were here from pre-existing businesses and we just put them together. I, I tease people on the tour that say, Brian Lunt, the other co-founder, he's a docent to the City Museum. So when you walk through, you see just random amazing things like pianos and organs and uh, church pews and different eclectic collection of uh, what's out there. Um, so he really has the vision for the space. Oh, okay. um, and the, the space itself, lend, you know, he'll do it on a vision combined with what's demand. So if we have someone that comes in and needs a customized studio um, for the right demand and the right dollar and the right business plan, we customize the studio. Um, if he, he themes out a room, to, this room that we're sitting in is themed out like a Scottish room. Uh, and we've got other rooms designed, you know, of New York and and Paris and, and different things like that. So, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. Uh, I'm I just want to keep up. All good. Because I know your your time is uh, is precious. And as well as our viewers. As well as our viewers. Um, so, um, so I already asked you kind of about the future mm-hmm. and the current. Um, so you're, you're kind of happy with uh, where you're at. Um, happy but never satisfied. I understand. Um, do you anticipate outgrowing this space? You know, 50,000 square feet is a lot of space. So I don't anticipate uh, necessarily growing growing out of it. Um, we can take we have we can take on a lot more. Um, but we have already been approached for Medici in other cities, Medici in other parts of St. Louis. Um, you know, I like to recall the story. It took 11 years for Starbucks to open up its second location. Mm-hmm. So um, we're going to learn. We're going to we're going to adapt, and we're going to make sure that we've got the business model right before we go expanding to second cities or second parts of St. Louis. So what? what how would you measure right? So I would. It, it really becomes a capacity issue. Right now we have. Um, more than 150 members and we're now we're we're nowhere close to reaching capacity on space um time you know our own time and figuring out how to put systems in place uh to handle the growth um is really what's important and i think you got to do that one one step at a time and uh we're we're doing that we we try to practice what we preach so Work the system is one of our books that we we preach and follow, and try and follow. Now there was uh, you had mentioned four books, five total, five books. Yep. Um, now are these uh, physical books that you wrote the, or that have been written? They're physical books that have been written. Um, I again credit the other co-founder or the co Brian with uh, he's he's much more the avid learner by by book and um, he brought these five books. Uh, to my attention, one I had already known of, but uh, basically the Medici effect is one. Um, work the system, as I mentioned, is another. It basically talks about that if you document everything, you can take a 60, 80 hour work week and, and really narrow it down because everything is documented and systematic. Um, I don't know how you can 
document and systematize one's thoughts, but we're trying that with, with artificial intelligence and different things like that. Uh, Unique Ability is another book that is one of the founding principles of Medici. Um, it stands for everybody has their unique ability and you do what you do best and delegate the rest. And uh, that has been very uh, important to the growth and, and one of the core principles of Medici. Um, the other is called the Platform Revolution. The Platform Revolution talks about how Airbnb is one of the largest hospitality uh, companies and they don't own a single property. Or Uber at one time was one of the largest transportation companies and didn't own a single vehicle. Um, so these are platforms that we build that can be launching pads to, to major growth. And we think of Medici as a platform that people bring their business to Medici and it grows exponentially as well. And then that fifth book is called The Dream Manager. And The Dream Manager is a book about uh, a janitorial company that uh, was having employee engagement and retention issues. And what they found was by um, really focusing on the dreams of their employees, that one, for example, they needed transportation. So if they fixed transportation as an issue or sending kids to college, if they could fix that, the retention and the employee engagement went off the charts and, and so did their growth. Okay. So a broad, a broad breadth of five books that uh, represent what Medici is all about. Now are these, um, are these books written by different authors or? They are. You're going to really challenge my, my memory of who, of the authors. I would rec I think they're on our website. Um, okay. So I would recommend. Yeah, I, did, I didn't, I hadn't heard of the books. Mm -hmm. So, so I'm challenged. Yeah, that also. I, I know Sam Carpenter is an author. I, I, I know the authors, but I got it. Yeah, I understand. I understand. Yep. Um, so one of the things that you that you had mentioned was um, repeatability. Um, I um, like to believe I was a um, business consultant, mm -hmm. and one of the things that I I had learned or I was taught that it's important to be able to repeat something. So building. Um, something that was uh, definable mm -hmm. and repeatable, and that's and that's what you're trying to do with uh, uh, Medici. Absolutely. So you're you're so there 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 will you're leaving yourself opportunities to uh, emulate this again someplace else. Do you have a major competitor? Um, I would say so. It's great that you brought that up. In addition to the five books, we have 10 core values, and they're not listed in order of importance, and I'm not gonna be able to recite all 10 of them, but one of the ones that I'm very familiar with is the abundance mindset. And when you talk about competition, my quick answer is let's go to an abundance mindset to where first let's analyze, is the market growing? Is it big enough that we can have an abundance mindset? Okay. In this particular case, it is. Um, so rather than view our competitors as foes, we actually can treat them as marketing partners. The more, the bigger the pie, the more there is to share. There's a huge wave of the co-working industry coming. Um, it's, you know, and, and we're riding that wave. Um, there's a huge wave that says we need to work better together and collaborate and, and get things done together and that exponential effect, we're riding that wave. Um, so that, that's how we view competition. Don't let me interrupt you when you keep, keep going, because because uh, um, I didn't write down a lot of questions, but but as you're talking, there are a lot of things that are you know that come to mind, and so 
when I start, it's just I'm thinking that the logical pause point. So you know, for me, don't don't stop because uh, I'll I'll retain that. Um, and so, and you mentioned that um, that the pie is big enough for everyone. Um, one of the one of the issues that I've covered in the past was copyright, mm-hmm. and and maybe maybe I need to reexamine uh, copyright law, but. Uh, as you produce, even like this podcast, um, uh, the fact that this map is in the background, somebody might decide, you know, hey, um, you need to pay us for that. Uh, so, so, so those are challenges that I think in the media space that are really important. Sure. And and how do you how are you addressing that, or are you addressing that? So I don't claim to be a lawyer either. Um, we have amazing lawyers as members that we can use as resources, whether it be a Brian Rogers or a Drew Bollinger, or we go outside the Medici world and, and tap some resources. Um, so I, I would just say that, uh, you know, people use the copyright and trademark as a fear factor in a lot of cases. Don't get me wrong, I think it's really important to protect the artist and the artistry that is copyrightable and protected. But I do know this, there has to be some sort of, if there is an infringement, there has to be some sort of damage associated with it. And, and you know, so putting, and, and free press and having this map as an example, I can't picture any damages or infringement of copyright by having this in the background. So, you know, I, I would say, I, I don't claim to be an expert on that. Right, so I know, I didn't, I didn't want Turk, to. who I would plug, is not a Medici member, but he's an expert on copyright and trademark. Oh, so. okay, so you did have a... <laughs> We've got of, lots of people, but yeah. So. Yeah, I, I wouldn't, it wasn't, I, <clears throat> I don't want to um, uh, open up, you know, negativity in the middle of, because, uh, you know, you, you're, uh, I see a lot of positive here, mm-hmm. a lot of things um, that people can use to build on like you mentioned um, you know I started my podcast believing that um, there with all of the millions of people doing podcasts because almost every uh, actor or singer is doing podcasts and I still believe that there's a space now I'm not expecting to reach uh, NBC level but I do expect that there's there's a place for the content that I have to offer and who I am as a person. Um, so, so I see that here. Uh, I think there's a lot of uh, potential here. I mean, um, you, you showed me one room where they had, uh, they did medical scenes, they mm-hmm. set up like a hospital, yep. which I thought was, was, was awesome. I mean, you've got, a, I've met several local um, short movie makers or, or short story makers there in fact you, you never know what you're going to see when you come here we came in today on a weekend and they're shooting a music video in uh, cubicles that used to be an old call center oh, and okay. uh you know they're having a, a rehearsal band rehearsal in our main studio a uh we're doing a major build out so in the warehouse there's corridors that are being built by you know just awesome awesome people you never know what you're gonna find when you come here yeah, I, 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 yeah, so that, it was great. So that, that's what they were doing. I, I, I came in and I sat down and there was the, the music going on. and um, So, so that I, some smoke effects that I was yeah, so a little bit I get that That's part of, the, part of the joy, right? Yeah, yeah, I thought that, I thought that was great. I was really, um, 
um, impressed by the opportunities here that that there is things that if you have the imagination you can basically create your dream yep and that's one of the cores yeah. so um, yeah we're, we're excited to be here I mean like I said this story and and that connectivity that we had you know it, I hate to say that it happens that I'm it happens here all the time um, the connections that we make um, just it's incredible so so is there is there anything that you would like to add to the space that you don't okay so so there the, the organicness of it means that you you react as needed so if if someone says I I want to shoot this mm-hmm. type of uh, video or I want to shoot in this type of space uh, and we need to build it out um, do you see is is your vision just we will be there and we will do whatever they need to do or um, this is some of the type of work I like to, to see come here uh, more, the more of the latter more of the latter I think each member has a different vision of what the type of work that they would like to see here and different members but what's amazing about this business model is it truly is exponential. The bigger it gets, the more value it provides its members. This okay. is this it's crazy. Um, you hear things like that that oh okay, but really a lot of times when things get bigger, things get dilutive. This is not the case. The bigger, the more people here, the more exponential things happen. It's incredible. So um, so like all of the the medical equipment um, is this. Equipment procurement. Sure. So, so what we say is, uh, in fact, one that we say you can either hire or you can inspire, or sometimes you can do both. So members all have their own assets. That metal equipment, for example, is owned by one of our members, and it's all designed to be a marketplace of activity. So we make that connection. If somebody needs to use a, a set, whether it be for Studio A or um, you know any office space and the other members can be benefit it, it's for two people to work out and just in any kind of commercial enterprise so we just know that if you're a Medici member you kind of get a lot of helpfulness so so um, I didn't get an opportunity to meet uh, your co-partner yes Brian Lund Brian Lund specifically mm-hmm. um, How are you? How are you two different, and how do you manage to? Partnerships are difficult. Absolutely. So, um, a lot of times it's it's about uh, chemistry. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna presume that the chemistry is good, but still there's um, let's go this direction, let's go that direction. In in any marriage, good times, bad times, partnerships, good times, bad times. Brian, I'll be the first to admit partnership is difficult. Um, he, you know, the, but the chemistry, if you want to experience it, come on a Monday morning strategy session from 9 to 11. Uh, we'd love to have you. You can see the chemistry on the positive side. We were very transparent, so you can even see the chemistry sometimes on the negative side of, of the conflict. Productive conflict is one of our core values. Um, Brian and I practice that. And, um, you know, we're, if you have a shared goal, if you have a shared vision, 
uh, that makes the partnership. You just have to remind yourself and, and kind of looking forward to, to that. Um, the intentions are good and the sense of fairness is good. That's a great foundation to build on. So, um, are you from the Midwest? Born and raised in St. Louis. Okay. Oh, born and raised in St. Yep. Louis. Yep. Now, was uh, Brian also born and raised in St. Louis? He was. We didn't know each other. I mean, we literally just met uh, six months to a year before Medici. So. Wow. And then you were able to pull it all together in that yep. period of time. How long did it uh, basically take you to go from concept to opening the doors? Um, I would realistically, I would say about six months. Um, of, of meeting him, getting to know him, him coming up with the idea, and then implementing it. So six months was kind of that introduction, first date phase, and then he actually came back, and then once we knew what we were doing, uh, probably another couple months. So, so you're still, you're still um, developing as a team. Absolutely. And um, what... Is this your, is the first time we're working with a team in in such an environment? Like, is this one of the, um, the organic kind of? Uh, yeah, I mean, so both Brian and I have our own different backgrounds of, right. of different teams that we've been on and led, and um, his more of the banking background, mine's the entrepreneurial building of business and sales and marketing and so forth. Um, so, but we've both been on different teams and. Um, one of the things that when we when you and I first talked, um, you asked me some questions about my. <coughs> pardon me. You asked me some questions about um, my visions for my podcast and stuff, um, uh, and I and I was taken aback. Is that is that? I'm guessing that's just your personality. That's just who you are, and do you do you bring that to the other members? I hope taken back in a good way. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Anytime okay. you're challenged, I think anytime you're challenged. Yes. If people who get to know me know that I'm going to challenge and, and uh, that's, uh, that's who and what I bring to the table. And if you like it and it's a great fit, then it fosters amazing growth. Yeah, I, I, you know, you challenged me, you challenged me to look at, um, just as I thought I had mapped out the world. I had, I knew where I was going, I knew how I was going to get there, I had the keys to the car and I was driving and then you, and then you hit me and you go, well, did you think about this? Did you think about that? So, so I, yeah, I was, I was pleasantly challenged. Uh, you know, when you first meet someone and they challenge you, your first thought is, oh my goodness, <laughs> you know, what are they going to think? And you didn't do the, the it's such, in such a way that made me feel that. I wasn't doing the right things. You just said, "Hey, you know, did you think about this? Did you? Did you? What is? What is your timeline? How are you approaching that?" And um, it made me feel that um, you've had either a background in business or you've done a lot in the entrepreneur area, and um, so you bring that to the teams that that are doing what they do. And that I have seen a lot, um, experienced a lot, all the stuff that we've talked about. And I think what made me so willing to say yes to your podcast, and thank you again, as we're getting, I know we're short on time, but um, what I really wanted, what hit home with me about your podcast was the intersection 
right? You talked about, I'm doing a podcast of intersecting politics and news and... Um, politics, people, and uh, professions. And, and we said, well, that's, you know, Medici's, we, we don't shy away from politics, but it's not high on my list of things. Understood. But uh, we love the intersection. We love what you described. And um, that's why it was so easy for me to relate to and, and positively challenge. Well, I want to thank you very much. We, you are right. We are. Um, because the I'm doing something different, this is the first time. I was, try, I was trying to avoid mentioning that, that this was the first time that I'd done a remote, but uh, this is the first time I'd done a remote, and so uh, I'm still getting down the process of what I want to do. But I do want to thank you very much for coming in on a Saturday. I want to thank you for, for taking the time to talk to me. And um, so I'm going to close with this. Uh, the podcast is going to be available on my YouTube channel. Um, and it's the audio podcast is available on Stitcher.com, Podcast.com, the iTunes Store, and the Google Music Play Store. Uh, I want to thank you very much, and we'll be back next week. <laughs>